Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. The sun is shining here in southern Indiana, and I hope it is over you too, Leah. It's starting to. Man, we've been so nice this past week in, in like, mid-70s. I woke up this morning for my first workout, and it was in the 40s. I was like, what is this nonsense? That's like it is here. Like, it's 40s, but, like, right now it's 75. I'm sitting back out on my back porch. Blue skies, and I've got funny stories here for you but anyway to all of our listeners happy whatever it is day that we're going to publish this (laughs) yeah happy happy day to everybody um thank you for joining us on the supercast um as with everything in life right now things are just kind of up in the air and we're just kind of doing it as we go yeah when we have something to say we're going to say it and when we don't we won't so here we are here we are um how's your training going Leah? You know, in some respects, um, it's going really, really well. Um, okay. I we've discussed on a previous, you know, previous episodes my commitment to the seventy-five hard project. Um, so I now you're doing phase one. Yep, I completed my seventy-five days, which was awesome on March fifteenth. Mm-hmm. I had made the commitment that I would move on to phase one. For those of you not familiar, it's seventy-five hard, and then there's phase one, phase two, phase three. And so I decided I was going to move on to phase one on April 1st, giving myself a two-week break. Okay. Unbeknownst to me that, you know, global pandemic was about to erupt. And I decided that I was going to keep that commitment to myself, which is one of the foundations of this whole program. Of course, And so I, I kept that promise, and April 1st, I began my phase one, which is 30 days. So here I am on day 22 of the 30, and, you know, committing to this program has forced me to keep my training up during this pandemic and this craziness, so in that respect, it's going really well. I'm getting my two workouts a day in, but, you know, it's not the same. (laughs) I'm doing my best with what I got, but I can't get to a track, I can't get to you know, the the equipment I need, and so it's hard. You know, more than anything, I think right now it's the mental game that we're all playing. Oh, 100%. Um, I think the mental aspect of all of this is way more important and way more difficult than the physical. I agree. Um, you know, it's uh, like yesterday for me. Okay, I'm I'm gonna tell you a little. I've got a few good stories here for you, Lee, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Tell me. So, so yesterday I was like, all right, I've had a hard had 
Alex has been kind of like going through like these shifts now, and I've been reading right. all these crazy different baby stuff on like fourth trimester stuff, and like how the baby's developing. And <laughs> anyway, she's regressing a little bit, waking up in the middle of the night, had me up at like five at fifteen yesterday. And I'm like, okay, I want to go on like a 15 mile trail run. Yeah, we talked, and, I, and you were about to head out and go do your trail. Yep, and I I plowed a shit ton of distance yesterday, but like around every freaking corner, Leah, they had closed trails. Mm-hmm. Out on my trails now. Okay, if anybody knows me, where I do a lot of my training is Brown County State Park. Brown mm-hmm. County State Park is just north, and I think portions of it are part of the Hoosier National Forest here. Okay. Um, but Brown County itself is 3,000 acres. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like, last time I checked, it's probably near now. Last time I checked, I know there was over 40 miles of trails. Now mm-hmm. with some of the new expansions, I'm sure there's near 50. Um, nice. More if you want to go into like the, um, some of the, like the horse trails, go back into the, uh, like you're looking into the, um, People are saying, like, we're part of the Appalachian Trail. And I'm like, no, man, we are part of the Tecumseh Trail here. Right, <laughs> but right. we've got um, different stories anyway. Um, but bottom anyway, line, lots of trail options for you. Lot, lots of damn trail options. And mm-hmm. they've got part of them closed. And I'm just like, mm. no, they're not really well regulated. They've got some tape over the front entryway of a park, uh, of a portion. And then they've got a little sign posted on the tree that says, due to COVID-19, you know, this trail's closed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go on one trail, but then after, like, after my third time seeing that sign, I'm not going to lie, Leah, I poached. <laughs> rebel. Um, I, I, I went rebel. I, I you know, um, and I'm the only guy out there is the thing on these trails. Like, I'm way back in the back of the park going over some, like, the nasty stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Like, but here's my thing. It's like we can go into Lowe's right now mm-hmm. and, you know, stand six apart and look at paint but we can't go five miles off into the wilderness well it's ironic <laughs> that you know that you're saying this is that me just because, physically trying to talk this out in my head here well i mean and it's funny to me because you know atlanta where i'm at georgia as a whole you know we're up there with hot spots you know yep. our our case count is just and you guys are opening here soon still rising yeah well before we're rising our state parks never closed um, that's one thing the governor has kept open. Now, I mean, a lot of the other stuff, obviously restaurants and whatever are yep. closed, but yep. our state park stayed open. Although our parking lots for said state parks are not. So you can run if you can get yourself there. Um, but you can't park in the parking lot. But you can't park in the parking lot. Most, some of them, some of them I've been able to get into the parking lot, but like this past weekend, I went to a trail that I typically ride my bike on mm-hmm. and the parking lot was closed, couldn't get in. Um, so I actually had my husband drop me off there. Um, and once I got onto the trail, man, I've never seen more people on that trail in my life. It so was now we're talking, full. we're talking parking lots now. So I just got done with going, I went for a walk in our local park here. We got just, you know, city parks here and stuff mm-hmm. that have been, that have remained open well enough. Right. Right. Um, it's like the Thunderdome out there in our parks. Like everybody's walking, but now it's like starting to get to the point where people are getting stir crazy and stupid. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. And so, that's going on. So like people are too. like, well, they're like driving off road in the middle of the park so they can get closer to like the fishing spots. Dumb. Like in their Camry, so like after after seeing that, like this guy like getting out of his like Camry with his kid and then dragging out the fishing stuff, and then the kid like waddling over to the 
to the to the pond to fish with his dad that he's been off roading now. Right. And I was like, okay, that that's one thing. But then all of a sudden, I walk another like half a mile, and there is a dude plowing through the soccer like the soccer frisbee fields in his white beat up Ford Mustang. Oh my gosh! Middle of the frickin' day, and so then I'm just like, oh my god. I've, I've got to get a photo of this shit because it would be something like from a Banksy photo, like Banksy painting or something, you know? Right, Pristine, right. Pristine, beautiful park, blue skies, white Ford Mustang cruising out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, and that's funny you said it. It, it. It's crazy because I went exploring last weekend to a new park and mm-hmm. new trail set, you know, set that I hadn't been on before. And You're new here. I was able, I was, I was able to park. It was good to mm-hmm. go. But then I get on the trail. First of all, there's a bazillion people there, which is just drives me crazy when mm-hmm. they don't have trail etiquette. And you yep. have, like, kids running around and dogs off leash and, you know, just rudeness. I'm just like, for the love of God, just open up and let these people go back to wherever they normally go. And that was the thing, though. So as soon as, like, this guy gets done, like, he sees me without my phone and take a photo. And I'll be honest, the camera didn't even go off. I was actually bummed when I got home because I didn't have a photo. Oh, that's for nothing. But he starts screaming at me. What? Yeah, he starts screaming at me. And, oh, come take a photo of my daughters, too, while they're here. I got oh my, my daughters God. in here. And I was just like, I was like, I don't know what's going on in the world right now. Like, yeah. We all need to chill out. <laughs> well, I mean, I think what we're seeing, you know, and what we're talking about here is, you know, people Everybody's are just getting stir crazy and they've had enough and people are wanting answers. And, you we know, to em. that respect, we down here in Georgia, the governor made his announcement on uh, Tuesday, right? Monday uh, or Tuesday. Monday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But oh we are opening back up. Um, oh, my God. Starting this coming Friday, gyms, fitness centers, hair salons, nail salons, and massage parlors are all good to go. Um, It's not going to be business as usual. There are going to be rules as far as social distancing and whatever, but we haven't gotten those yet. And then come Monday, restaurants are opening, dining rooms. Oh, my God. So, bars, uh, nightclubs, yeah, bars, nightclubs, and, like, lives, like, entertainment is still supposed to stay closed, but everything else is, is opening up. So, I can't do my karaoke bar action anymore. You can't do the karaoke, but you can go to the movies and go to dinner. I can sing a mean one After week by Bare Naked Ladies, haircut. and I just, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. To my knowledge, from what I've seen and what I've heard, it sounds like Georgia um, you know, is, is the first to, to announce and test the waters of reopening. Yeah. You know, and I just posted on my own timeline here on Facebook for everybody, um, um, an article from New York times with, uh, that quoted Joe DeSena and, oh. um, some other people about what their speculations were. This was actually shared originally. I saw on the Mudrut guide group page, mm-hmm. um, by Bonnie, you know, props Bonnie. We love you girl. Yep, um, absolutely. but, um, Joe's saying like July 1st is his hope. Yeah, you shop. know, there's. I, I guess we'll see. I I, I kind of feel like Georgia kind of a guinea pig here. I think um, we're gonna learn a lot. We will. <laughs> I think I, I think that you know I've heard both ends of the spectrum. There's the people that are saying enough's enough. We, you know, we're gonna have to just open up, let people build that herd immunity, let whatever happens happen, and just you know save the economy. 
And then I've heard the other side of the coin of, hell no, it's too early, there's going to be a second rise, and we're going to get shut down longer. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I yeah, at the end of the day, nobody long. knows. There's been so much speculation re- regarding all of this, and so much of it has been way off base that until we see what happens in reality, you know. You, you really can't to roll the dice at that point. Right. Right. Oh, it's, what a strange time for a sport and what a strange time to I be alive. Know. You know, I know. This is, this is going to be one that we're going to be telling our grandkids. You like, know, I mean, I was thinking, like, like think of, like, the social studies projects and the history term papers and uh, that yeah. are all going to be coming out from this time. It's going to be a really, really wild one. And, like, to talk about, like, economic moves and then, mm-hmm. like, gas prices. And Oh, my um, gosh. What's it by you? It's like, I'm almost embarrassed. It's like I, one, I filled up at 143 the other day. Wow! See, I I had 157, and I thought nice. I was a baller. <laughs> I you know like 10 bucks. I filled up Jess's I car. Know. I know. It's insane. I was pumped. Um, I think yep. it was only half, but anyway. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's looking like July, which at that point, if July starts opening things up, we might get to go to Indian Mudrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, I mean. We're we're here in like the opening of schools. You know, the kids going back to school is probably gonna be delayed. There's talks now of no fall sports. Like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, we will see. So before we talk about what we're you're gonna talk about, um, shout out and props to our boys over at Vanga. Yeah, um, yeah. I love them. <laughs> yep, absolutely. As always, this episode is brought to you by Vanga CBD. Um, you know, I'm seeing just the burst of CBD on the scene. Um, different products, different companies. But I can tell you I've never seen a bad review about Vanga. Have you? I've not seen bad ones at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I, w- I want to go ahead and, you know, pimp the product, pimp my product. Um, uh-huh. PMP. Um, <laughs> those gummies yesterday out on the trails. Um, they're so yummy, like, aren't they? <laughs> well, the new ones are really good. They are. Like, they're like Sour Patch Kids. I do. I So I, I use one every 45 minutes about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like, not only <laughs> for me right now, it's like the CBD almost pulls me out because mm-hmm. I know I've got like, uh, uh, I'm somewhere on the spectrum of, like, ADD or, like, high-functioning ADD or mm-hmm. ADHD or something. Mm-hmm. But right now, with a newborn and a global pandemic, <laughs> and I'm trying You're to a bit this, much. <laughs> it's a bit much. So it's, like, to get me in the zone and mm-hmm. also, like, to alleviate pains and stuff, those gummies mm-hmm. are clutch. <laughs> They're good. They taste good. I'm not going to lie. Part of my restrictions on the Live Hard 75 Hard program is mm-hmm. no candy. That's not technically candy. That's not candy. So. Ain't candy. <laughs> so ain't candy. I'm enjoying them. <laughs> That's a damn expensive candy. <laughs> it is an expensive candy, but you can't overdose on CBD. Um, That's true. You know, it's great. So check them out if you guys haven't yet. Get yourself some yummy them. gummies. Vegascbd.com <laughs> slash brocr and save 15% with brocr. Absolutely. Um, without further ado, let's get down. To, it's April now. Yes, it's April, and um, but it's one not too late things, for March Madness. Exactly. <laughs> one of the things that this pandemic has cost us is NCAA basketball March Madness. Um, 
I know. It's been March sadness in our house. We are diehard basketball March fans here. Turds. <laughs> <laughs> but fear no more. Yancey Culp has come to the rescue. Um, I love Yancey. Right? <laughs> Yancey. So um, Yancey and Jack Bauer are kind of like, you know, scientist gurus with data with our sport. They have been developing for years a ranking system, a um, database of performances and whatnot in the hopes of, you know, ranking current and past athletes. So Yancey released on, I think Monday it was, his version of March, March Madness. Madness. For the, for the OCR on, sport. But based on divisions, like locations. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's set up, like, similarly to to a typical bracket. There's 64 okay. teams and branched into four different chunks. But what's interesting is we've got men and women paired together. So I think it would Absolutely. be fun for us to go through our own bracket and, so do, and look at it. Okay. I, I would agree. I would agree. Let's throw down. Um, so, so my the, first the, question here, mm-hmm. are we going by accomplishments or are we going to go by what we think that they're at their best on X course? I think overall we're looking Lifetime at their overall everything. But I think we need to compare them because we're talking about past and present, like OGs versus current superstars. Yeah. We need to compare at the height of their sport. Okay. So if okay. it's someone who's no longer Hobie racing. Because Hobie wouldn't, wouldn't hold – well, I don't know Hobie. I've not seen Hobie in a while. Well, that's going to be part of our discussion. But correct. Okay. I, you know, as far as ground rules for us, I think we need to look at this as a, you know, a total okay. picture of, of athletes. Of that athlete. Of that athlete at their best. Okay. All right. So, so battle one here. Who are we going with? Okay. So in the A division, we've got – Starting in the Lin- A division. You're writing all this down, right? I've got it. Yep, writing it down. Okay. okay. Seated number one, we've got Lindsay Webster versus seated number six, Alex Rudania, also known as Chikorita. Lindsay. Definitely. <laughs> Lindsay, <laughs> done. Next. Done. Next. Um, the pedigree on Lindsay is phenomenal. <laughs> the the eight nine matchup of Peter Ziska and Mikhail Guerrero. Mikhail Guerrero. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who either of these people are. I'm going to give it to Peter. I, right, I think Peter's I know who number Peter eight. is. I, I'm going to go with that as well, just because I don't really know who either one are, so I'm going to go with the higher seed. God, and Yancey's making me do some homework here. I know I've heard the I name. Know. I know. People listening uh, to this already I, I are going to be like, you stupid idiots, how do you oh not know who these people God. are? <laughs> I, I'm 95% sure, but I'm not going to go and say who he is without confirming I know who he is. But I think <laughs> if it's who I think it is, I give it to Peter. All right, um, next up, next we've got number five, Alyssa Hawley, versus number 12, Ryan Kempson. All right, this is debatable. Um, I'm going to go with my girl, Alyssa. No, I'm going to give it to Kempson. All righty. Why, 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 why? Because I think Alyssa is one of the premier females that really started incorporating strength. Um, okay. And she's had a pretty lengthy career. 
Um, well, in relative terms, I guess. Matchup, though. I will say this. This is the first really good matchup. Yeah. It's, it's a 5 and a 12. I'm, I'm surprised at the discrepancy of the seed, but, you know. They're giving we'll Alyssa a 5? Yep. Alyssa's a 5 and Ryan's a, a 12. Okay. It may be because Ryan's newer in the sport and may not have as many stats to, you know, To build up against. In. Well, right. he was, you know, he, he's been around. Uh, let, okay, we'll give it to Alyssa. Okay, right. fair. I'll give it to Both Alyssa. Of, you going to Alyssa too? We're, right. Well, we're we're keeping the same here. We're developing this together, like a family. Oh, okay. Deal. We have to we have to we have to sell oh, we're our person. Convince each other. Deal. Yes. Okay. I like it. Okay. Next okay. up. Continue. Number four, Sergey Pereligan. Okay, Sergey Pereligan. Okay. Okay. And thirteen, James Appleton. We have to Sergey. I I agree. Sergey, sorry, James. Even. He's dominating in the in in the Europe races, so I'm. But Sergey's Sergey's got his own mark, and he I've seen yep. I've seen Sergey work, and he's yep. yeah. It's All right. next, Sorry, next James. Next Thomas number Bain. six, Thomas Van Tonder, and eleven, Marco. Mark Andre Bernard. Yep. Ooh. I am not very familiar with Thomas's stats. I know Marco. What's Thomas's stats? Well, he's seated six, and Marco is eleven. Um, but I'm not really familiar with Thomas's performances to speak yeah, to it. But I'm, I'm I'm playing off in my head like the glory days of Marco right now because like I've seen Marco throw down in some ultras. Oh yeah, <laughs> and for, as far as ultras and technical stuff and rigs and whatnot. <sighs> Plus, he's an Olympian. I, Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's I'm gonna get you his, some bonus points. At his prime. Yep. Marco. I'm saying right. Marco. I would agree. All right. Um. Next one, we've got number three, Raya Coble. Okay. And number fourteen, Thomas Boyle. B U Y L E. Not sure how to Raya. pronounce that. Raya's yeah, definitely Raya. Raya's got an amazing pedig- uh, amazing background, amazing yep. um, Raya story, everything done. <laughs> agree. Yep. All right, here's Mitch. an interesting one. Okay. Number seven, Yuri Force. I saw number this first, Ken. Number ten, no, Bracken. Oh, that's right, Yuri and Bracken. Mm-hmm. Oof. In their prime, keep in mind, this is what we're looking at. Yeah. So Yuri, I think. Yuri's great. Yuri is amazing, and I think he takes Bracken for speed. And I don't Yuri know that Yuri is so freaking humble and a good dude. Uh, he really is. He's a local Quiet. Georgia guy. He's mm-hmm. at pretty much all the races I go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's beaten Bracken at almost every race. I remember Bracken talking about it. But Yuri, Yuri's a, a savage man. Um, he is. And he, he is likes savage the local stuff. He, we've not seen him perform. With like Spartan on an international level, or at the international level, because I think when he did go to international to world championships, he competed age group. He didn't compete pro. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to Bracken then. <sighs> I'm giving it to Bracken for me, because Bracken Bracken has been going and going and going and That's for true. years now. He has, and he's he's thrown his hat in the ultras. And stadiums and All everything over in between. All place. All right. I'm, Bracken. I'm, I'm, Bracken. I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Running public. An upset, but we'll go with you. I'm, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll take Bracken together. He ain't going to make it to the top. No, no. 
<laughs> All right, next you one. Don't take down Yuri today. <laughs> number 15 seated Leanne Watsney and number two seated Robert Killian. Ah, Killian. Duh. Done. All right. Let's just go ahead and he's, close this he's, he's an Army Ranger, by the way. You know that, right? I do know that. And <laughs> okay. He's on Army Ranger duties now. Good, good. All right, good. let's go back to the top, and we've got Lindsey Webster versus Peter Ziska. Lindsey. Lindsey. I don't think that's any yep. debate. Um, then we've got Alyssa Hawley versus Sergey. Alyssa. I agree as well. Then we've got Marco versus Rhea. 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 Yep. Giving it to Rhea. For, Bracken not, not, versus. Okay, go ahead. Bracken, Bracken versus, versus Killian. 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 Yeah. Okay. Then Lindsay versus Alyssa for the final four. Lindsay. Lindsay. Agree. Rhea versus Killian. That's a legit discussion point. That, I, I give it to Killian. I give it to Killian. See, I'm going to pick Rhea. Uh, I, I can't. In Okay, so in Killian prime, has won the championship twice. Period. Correct. But Rhea won. Did she win or? In Iceland, she's dominated Ultra. She's dominated mm-hmm. World's Toughest Mudder. She yep. kicked ass in Spartan at all distances. So I think Killian. as far as a consistency, though, Rhea has had full season dominance where Killian Killian's does the kind of build-up. Yeah, he does. builds up. He does build up, but he has won the Spartan World Championship twice. Does that trump the World's Toughest Mudder twice? And Iceland? Ooh. What was... One beast race? What else has Killian I mean, done? Don't you've like... never done the Spartan Race World Championship and seen seen that. That's Agree. A, you got to put a lot together for that bad boy. But it's not like Rhea, like, came in we're, last place either. She's always up there, too. And see, this is where it gets hard, though, because you're looking mm-hmm. at, like, accomplishments for a 24-hour race versus yeah. a race that literally took Killian two and a half. But then um, again, Rhea's got the short two and a half as well as the 24 hours. But she doesn't have the championship. And just in Spartan, though. is that Are we saying that that's outranked? Well, I mean, she has the Iceland championship, and that's Spartan. She, that she does. She does. <laughs> I'm she a, does I'm the, the Spartan Ultra Championship, though, like, it's just so different than World's Toughest Mudder. And Rhea does have World's Toughest Mudder, though. And didn't Rhea also crush the Hawaii trifecta for Spartan? She has done that. I think from a overall standpoint, I you think Rhea. I think Rhea. Okay. All right. Rhea, All right. So then for the final four, we've got, or well, no, not final four, but going on out of this bracket, we've got Lindsay versus Rhea. No. And I, it, that, it's another Lindsay. tough one. I think that Lindsay. game would go into overtime, but I agree with you and Lindsay. Lindsay, done. All Thumbs right. Up. Next area, we've got Albin versus Allison Ty. Albin. Albin. Connor done. Hancock versus Deanna Blegg. Throwback. Yeah, I'm going to go Deanna on this I'm one. I'm going to go Deanna, too. All right. Yep. Rebecca Hammond versus Kate Kramer. Legit fight. That would um, be a legit fight. And um, Kate Kramer has more, I think, experience to her, but mm-hmm. you can't discount the dominance right. that Becca just blew out the water when she entered and the scene. just kept freaking swinging. Yep, I'm right. going to Becca. I agree. I'm to Becca. Okay. 
Albert Soley versus Richard Hynek. Again, sorry, y'all. I don't know who those are. A four seed versus a 13 seed. (laughs) Give it Richard. You're going to go Richard? That's the 13 seed? Picking up six? No, 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 no. We'll pick the number four seed just based on numbers? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I will. Sorry, Richard and Albert, if you're listening, but we're not sure who y'all are. <laughs> we got to do some research here. <laughs> All right, I'll here's an one. interesting one. Okay. Number six seeded Rose Wetzel versus number eleven seeded Johnny Luna Lima. Legit. Um, legit. So, what are their seeds on Rose and Johnny? Rose is a six, and Johnny's an eleven. And I think this also really? might come down to the. You know, experience and time in sport. Yeah, for for experience and time in sport, I give it to Rose at this point. But I think, God, Johnny's get. He's I think good. Luna Lima can be a contender and a much higher seed given maybe two years. But Rose, you can't argue with her. You know, track experience, her ninja yep. experience. She's one yep, of the matriarchs. Give it to Rose. All right, number three, Susana Kokomova versus Air Force Ken Corgliano. Susanna. Yep, I think Ken would go down swinging, but I'd give it to Susanna. He would. He would. Um, World's toughest guru Chad Trammell versus Angel Quintero Ramirez. I saw this one. This is okay. Mm -hmm. Where where do you sit on this? This is another interesting one. Um, Chad is dominant when it comes to ultras and longer stuff, but I think on how might be a little more versatile. Um, it's a seven ten uh, seed, and I'm going to go with the upset and pick on how. I'm on hell's a ten. On hell's a ten. Chad's a seven. Ah, I think what Chad right. does, Chad does awesome at. Yeah, I'm going to give to on hell. I'm going to give to on hell. All right, agree. Alrighty, and then the last one in this one. Um, I don't know who number 15 is, but it doesn't really matter because number two is Hunter McIntyre versus Sebal Debacher. Hunter. Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to the top. John Albin versus Dean. Wait, what was the seed on Ball? The seed on who? Uh, The guy that was against Hunter. Uh, 15. 15 versus two. Okay. Yeah. Give it to Hunter. I, yep. I, I thought it was somebody else for a second. No, nope, get the yep. count. All right, back to the top. John Albin versus Deanna Blake. Albin. Albin. Yep. Um, Rebecca Hammond versus Albert Soley. Hammond. You agree? Uh, Rose Wessel versus Susanna. Good matchup, but I'm going to go Susanna. Decent matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Susanna. All righty. And then Angel versus Hunter. Hunter for sure. All right. John Albin versus Rebecca Hammond. Albin. 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 And then Susanna versus Hunter. Hunter. And then for the championship in this region, John Albin versus Hunter. Discussion time. Okay, so you you pick a side. I pick Hunter. Civil War here. Okay, so I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Albin. Why? So now, now you got to. Well, no, you got to fight me for first? him now, though. You, okay, you got to fight, fight for, for Hunter. Him. Okay. Hunter has proven himself to be just untouchable 
in the short course distance mm-hmm. um, between his t- multiple TV appearances, between his, you know, TMX, his CrossFit stint. Um, Time you cried and I hugged him. He is dominating. <laughs> but not only does he crush it at the short stuff, he's got a very long accomplished history with the longer Spartan races. He does. Um, he has team world toughest mutter in international right team world toughest mutter. He won that. He's been dominant in the international scene at the different competitions he's done there. I think John Albin obviously is one of the greatest, but there's definitely weaknesses there. He is not par with strength, and he gets repeatedly you know pummeled when it comes to the strength based stuff. We don't see him throughout the season competing to the level that we see guys like Hunter. You know where so, we have seen him, though? Hmm. Pretty regularly at OCRWC. Um, we have. I, I'm, I'm familiar with his name there. there on top of the podium. <laughs> um, agree. However, seen him there once other or twice. than that, I don't think he's as relevant. Yeah, like, you know, Spartan Race World Championships two times. That's, yeah. That's nothing. The right. world's toughest mutter, you know, finishing high high end on the podiums there. That's that's not really that. But only when the weather conditions are good. He doesn't like the cold, and he doesn't do well when it comes to that kind of stuff, as we saw through Iceland. You know, um, that's not you, – you can't win them all, but he's won quite a few. He has. I'm giving but it to Albin. You're uh, sticking with Albin? I'm can't. sticking with Albin. I'm sticking oh. with Albin because I all think right. – we're going to need, okay, like, so an overtime I, I think, tiebreaker here. We're going to have to fight it out. We're going to have to roll the dice or flip a coin here on these two because, like, I, I see where Hunter's great. Yeah. I don't think – I think if Hunter and Albin went neck-to-neck in a sky race or, like, a top-end, like, anything that was, you know, on a mountainous course, I give it to Albin. Well, of course. Um, but then you give and, anything, anything that involves in any strength is going to be Hunter. Yeah. Any given day, I think this could go either way. I think in a tournament game, it would definitely go to overtime. Yeah, absolutely. It would be a fight for the ages, baby. Right, for sure. But we got to pick one. Okay, we're going to come back to a a coin flip on this guy later. All right, we'll have to get a coin in trust. (laughs) All right, so that's it for that one. Then we'll go to the other side. Let's go through the – we've got Ryan Atkins versus Patrick Christensen. We're going Atkins. Atkins, duh. VJ Jones versus Ida Steensgard. VJ. Yep. Ida, sorry. Faye Stenning versus Orla Walsh. Interesting. Faye is rate, uh, seated five, and Orla is a 12. I'm giving it to Faye. Really? Yeah. I would go with Orla. Why? I think that, now granted, Orla's been dealing with some injuries and whatnot yep. lately, but prior to that, you know, those two ladies pr- are pretty similar with, you know, Builds, what they do. Strength, yeah. And I think head-to-head, Orla beats her every time, doesn't she? No, not always. Um, it, it depends. Because also, we've also seen Faye, like, high, high end at the Spartan Race you know, World Championship. We've seen her. I've seen Faye do great in many. It, it's it's a legit fight. I'll give him that. Isn't but Faye the say, one that got scared at Dragon's Back though and walked off course at, at that the did at World Championships? Once. Also, yeah. I you know I've seen I've seen Orla in really dark parts of the World Championship after the swim. You know, That's it's true. it's so interesting to see like different people at different times, and they're both great. I I love Orla. I love Faye. I'm giving it to Faye. 
I don't feel strong enough to fight you on it, so I'll give it to you. Okay. All right. All right. We'll pick Faye. Um, Idea Vidal versus Nicolaj Dom. Let's give it to Isaiah. Isaiah. Yep. Uh, another throwback name, Claude Gabo. Claude Gabo. Versus Mark Battress. Ooh. Yeah, Claude seated higher, a six versus 11. I think ah, in her that's... day, Claude was, was pretty damn Claude awesome. Was a... We've got another uh, Olympic level person. She was dominant in the Battle Frog days. Um, but at I'm her height. Lean, I'm kind of leaning towards Mark, though. Mark now is really starting to do some great stuff. I know. Um, but I don't think he has the hype. Like right now, that like Claude had in her heyday. That is true, and I wonder That's, if it's just the you know the fact that he's not as boisterous Olympic, as someone like Hunter. Yeah, but he is damn talented. I do Heck not. Yeah. I do not. Mark is a great freaking athlete. Um, but this I'm is another one I could see go both it ways. Is. Oh, absolutely. We'll go with girl power. We'll pick Claude. Yep, Claude. Yep, Claude. All right. Claude's Here's another interesting one, and the rating discrepancy. Number three, Amelia Boone versus number 14, Trevor Sykos. Ooh. Right? In her day, uh, here's the thing. Undeniably, the queen of pain, Amelia Boone, I'm giving yep. it to her. I, um, I agree. I think it's a very interesting matchup. It's a great matchup because they're Amelia's two phenomenal people. Pedigree and her performances, I think... I don't think Trevor's quite there yet. So yes, agree. I th- I think Trevor is phenomenally talented. I think he's yep. done great in World's Toughest Motor. I would love to see him like compete in like the Spartan Ultra Championship. Yeah. Yep. I agree with um, you. I know that's not his his wheelhouse, but it would be so cool to see. Yep. So, um. Matt Murphy versus ah, Matt Murphy. the Bear Novakovic. Murphy. I think it'd be a tight match, um, but agree. I think at, just this at their, year. At their sure heyday. Yeah, well, I think I think oof. Murphy, and I think he edges out Bear because of his versatility. Bear, I think, was much more pigeonholed into just one type of stuff, and I think Matt Murphy was um, a little more expansive with it, and I think that gives him just a little bit of an edge. That's fair. All That's right. fair. And we'll do that. Um, number 15, your boy, our boy, Ian Hosek, oh, versus Hosek. number two, Cody Moat. Oh, God. Sorry, God, Ian. Got to go with yeah, Cody. I got to go with Moat. If you're <laughs> up against Moat, it's... Right? God, I love both those guys. Though. I know. Right, Hosek is just top. like, just freaking, I, I love how weird he is sometimes, and just his, his sense and being and person himself, and Moat is one of the most humble like honest oh, for sure. dudes I've Just ever good, met. Good guy. Absolutely. Yeah. But I gotta give it to Mo. Agree. Right, back to the top. Ryan Atkins versus VJ Jones. Atkins. Gotta be. Uh Faye Stenning versus Isaiah Vidal. Ooh. I'm gonna go Isaiah. I know he's, you know, been the villain of OCR or whatever, but just like with Hunter, his dominance in what he does okay. just trumps it, I think. He's on Mac Ross's show now, though, right? He, yeah, and he was on some other um, Mexico or some... Yeah, yeah, that's Mac Ross's show. 
Oh, I didn't realize it was his. Okay. Well, it's, it's not his show, but he was on it. I think he was one of the first guys here from the States. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha. Yeah, was, like, he was he was on that. He's the stadium champion. He mm, just, you know. dollar mile. Right, 100%. Might I think, actually be a super villain. <laughs> might be, right? I mean, I know yeah. people paint him as the bad guy, but his All record right. is Let's there. Let's see Isaiah. So. Let's see right. Isaiah. Then we've got um, Claude versus Amelia. Boone. Yep. I agree. And then Love Matt the Murphy Love. versus Cody Moat. 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 Then we've got Ryan Atkins versus Isaiah Vidal. Oh, we've Atkins. seen every day of the week. Atkins. Yeah, we've seen that matchup and, and Ryan. We know how it through. plays out. We're getting yep. it to Ryan. <laughs> For sure. And then Amelia versus Cody Moat. And here it gets interesting to me because... Yeah, okay, so this is a conversation point. Yeah, Cody Moat, you can't deny his incredible talent. When he wants it, he goes and gets it. He just goes and plans and does it. But Amelia, I think, has, you know, when you talk about versatility and you talk about the broad range athlete, Amelia dominates the sprints. She's dominated death race. She's dominated world's toughest mutter. She has so much accolades, you know, credited this to her. This is a great conversation piece. Yeah, and, I think you know, that, she's, that she's a poster child for so many things. Beetle League, oh, you know, sure. she had she helped develop the, um, you know, the Ultimate Direction Hydration Pack. She's an ultra OCR. elite, um, ultra shoe elite athlete. She's with gooder glasses. I mean, she just they have the Queen of Pain glasses out there. And by golly, she's easy on the eyes. Let's give it to Boone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it to Boone. If by nothing else, deal. All right. And then nah, Boone, coming out of the C bracket for the championship game, we've got Ryan I Atkins. Need to get me a pair of those shades. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Ryan Atkins versus Amelia Boone for the championship of that that region. Oh, this is this is one for the ages. It, it could be good. Um, what are you thinking? You know, so, you know, I think like everybody else, my initial gut is go Ryan Atkins because he's Ryan Atkins. However, <laughs> you know, there's an argument to be made about Amelia. You know, Atkins has played for every single person, and he's not afraid to take a paycheck. Um, That's he's, true. he's been on the Battle Frog, you know, yep. award. He's been tough there with Tough Mudder, and then he's been with Spartan mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, he knows how to make a living. But, but so he's does also- Boone. Right, Ryan, you know, while, yes, he is very dominant, let's not forget, he is also, like, the poster child of second place. How many races do we see him? He's always on the podium, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is undefeated in, you know, ultra races over, I think, eight hours or maybe 12, whatever mm-hmm. the stat is. But when it comes to the shorter stuff, he's not as consistent. I mean, here's the thing. We're looking at over, like, like seven years now of the sport mm-hmm. and, like, how he's ebbed and flowed and he's mm-hmm. dominated. There's been times where he's dominated in short course and mm-hmm. there's been times where he hasn't. But he's been consistent in long distance and crushing it. Yeah. Um, Boone. But look at the record that Amelia set. With regards to death race, with regards to world's toughest uh, mutter, do we even put death race in here? It's part of the sport. It counts. Oh my god. Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna go so for the upset WTM. and pick Amelia. You've got WTM. You've got yeah. how many Spartan Race World Championships does she have under her belt? More than Ryan. Ooh, that's that's a that's a deep blow. There. <laughs> Ooh, shot fired. People listening to this are like, oh, oh God, yeah, woman. I said it, <laughs> but it's true. All right, I'll give it to Boone. We'll give it we're to Boone. Go, we'll we're going to go with Boone. Let us know we're what y'all think of our pick, but I'm going with it. All right, all right so we've got right. Amelia coming out of here. All right, and then the last region. Last region. Hobie Call versus Christopher Mendoza. Uh, Hobie. <laughs> I love Chris, but yes, agree. Chris, Chris is the man, but i got to give it to Hobes. Um, here's an interesting lineup. Number eight. One of my favorite. One of my failed <laughs> cabs. I've got to tell one story about um, Hobie Call right now. Have so you seen the, the interview that he had with Deanna Blake about the Blake Mitts? Maybe. Back in the day, one of the first, he's like, so Hobie, like, you're here for the Spartan Race World Championship? He's like, yeah, I got me some Blake Mitts here. In his <laughs> normal Hobie way, he's like, so are you sponsored by Blake Mitts? He's like, well, uh, Deanna gave me a pair of Blake Mitts with my name on it. I don't know a better sponsorship than that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember his Blake Mitts. It had blue Hobie on it. Yep, and he was, just, he was so damn proud of those Blake Mitts. Heck yeah. <laughs> so Hobie, you get it. All right, we pay, I'm great. The interesting lineup, number eight seed, Ryan Kent. Number nine seed, Jesse Bruce. That's a good fight. That's it a good is fight. a good fight. What's Bruce's rank? Um, It's eight versus nine. Ryan's just Ooh. ahead at eight. Yeah, so it's, it's an overtime game. That is um, an o- I've, seen, I've seen Kent do great. Yeah. And I've seen Jesse Bruce crush it. And, yeah, oh, that's, that's flip a freaking coin here, kids. Because that's, that's I a good agree. Rumble. I agree. I think any given day that can go either way. Um, I think Jesse could take like if conditions were really nasty on a course, mm-hmm. Jesse could edge him out. But then I think if they were in a high rock scenario, Kent would yeah. take him down. Any um, kind of high intensity strength stuff, I think mm-hmm. Kent would t- would take it. Agreed. Um, God, that that's a, you flip a coin there. That's a. That's a rumble. Do we play the nationality card and just go with Kent? Because, you know, America. America. <laughs> <laughs> vote you know. for Kent to vote for America. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think we're right now as a country in a rough place, so give it to Kent. <laughs> there you go. Kent is nothing more than the American flag. <laughs> did you know Did you know me and Kent almost went to college together? You did. You told me that. Yeah. Fun stuff. Anyway, Kent, you get the vote. Next Alrighty. up. <laughs> Next up, Corinna Coffin versus Tristan Steed. Chris, uh, Coffin. Coffin, for sure. Coffin. Coffin. Although Tristan might Cross win, you know, fashion points, but agree. Yep. Um, number four, I haven't heard this name in a little bit, Karen Carlson, an international Carlson. superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Cassidy Watton. Ooh. Ooh. Karen Carlson is, has dominated every international race that I've been to. She is based out of somewhere in Europe. Sweden, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, don't quote me on that. Maybe Denmark? I, I can think Sarah is from Sweden. She's she's one of the toughest gals there. Is she? Um, right. Um, she, I'm giving Karen. I, I agree. I think on an international scene, her accolades there just can't yeah. be denied. So. Cassidy's seen a lot of good things with, like, Atlas Race when we're throwing way back in the day. Back in um, the day, right? Back in the day. Like, where I remember when they were, like, doing, like, a photo shoot with, like, 24-hour fitness, and she was, like, the poster yep. child. Uh, but, but I don't but think I she could have hung with a race like World the OCR World Championships like Karen No, does. that's no, – so. no, Karen, Karen, hats off. You get it, girl. All right. 
There we go. Next one, Miriam Goliath Bosse, however you pronounce it, sorry, versus, I don't know, Esther Horta Bagiova. Oh, Esther. Esther, yes. yeah, I, give it, I give it to Miriam. Miriam, agree. Miriam, done. Um, number three, Ryan Woodsy. Number 14, Jung Young Pak. Woodsy. Any day Woodsy. of the week. Jung Young's done great things. He was with a the great toughest. starting point. Uh huh. But Ryan started not long. I mean, Ryan's an OG and still going, so. Yep. <laughs> and somehow uh, he is still breathing. Still kicking. <laughs> um, number seven, John Yatsko. Ooh. Versus number ten, Glenn, versus number ten, Glenn Race. Glenn versus Yatsko. I'm gonna go Yatsko. Yatsko's such oh, he's such an odd duck. He's such a wild card, but you know, I mean, he lives out of his van or does what he rides his bike across the country. Who knows? But when he was there back for like in three the, years for ballroom dancing classes, and then comes back and it's like kick ass again. So he's a top I'm giving 10 it to contender. Him. Yep. Okay. All right. Alrighty. And last one here, Ludwig Workmaster versus yep. Nicole Ludwig. Miracle. Oh, I think it's time for a freaking miracle. Yep. All right. Hobie Call versus Ryan Kent. Um, duh, Hobie. Well, I'm about to say, what are we talking Hobie. about here? Hobie. Corinna Coffin versus Hobie. Karen Carlson. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, now we have a conversation. Yep. Yep. You know, Corinna, <sighs> for diversity's sake, from going from like high rocks, she, she crushed it in the Battle Frog days. I have Battle to, Frog. Let's not forget about that. She was second Spartan Race World Championship when she was like so young. That's true, like brand new. All right, yeah. I agree with you, Corinna. Corinna. Miriam versus Ryan Woods. Woodsy. 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 Um, John Yatsko versus Nicole Miracle. 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 Just because Agreed. she's nicer to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hobie Call versus Corinna Coffin. Gotta go Hobie. 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 And then Ryan Woods versus Nicole Miracle. Mm. All right. Another conversation. You know, I think... Miracle now has street cred like crazy. Not saying she didn't beforehand. But now she's like she's backed up, and she's beaten Woods, has she not? I believe she has. I'm yeah. pretty sure Nicole has either earned or just barely earned overall podiums at some big races, beating Woodsy. <sighs> I'm gonna go Nicole. Really? Yeah, I am. Oh God. Just in the buildup of what she's accomplished in the past year, past year or two, for sure. I think, you know, she's she's just crushing it. She she really, you know, I remember Nurse Nicole and Nurse Nicole when we were sitting at the the base of Tahoe when she was first getting into stuff. I think she took 16th that year or something. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I think I just want to kind of do this. And I was Mm -hmm. like, go at it big. And, and look at where she is. She's pizza. And now she's talking about a, a, yeah, and talking about a, you know, sponsorship. She's an elite hive athlete or platinum, whatever the super highest level is. And I think that she's just crushing it. I think that I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go with Nicole Miracle. over Ryan. All right. All right. All right. I, so I, I, the the reason I will choose Nicole is because she knows not to touch the trust. There you go, Woodsy. Shot there, fired. There you go. <laughs> there you go. 
All right, and then the champion out of this region, Hobie Call versus Nicole Miracle. Hobie. Hobie agree. Hobie. All right, so we have our final four. Because because for Hobie, the only ambassadorship he the only sponsorship he needs is a pair of gloves from Deanna Black. There you go. His, he doesn't need anything more than that. All right, pair we've got socks, our final baby. four. On okay, the left side, we've got Lindsay Webster versus John Albin. All right. This is one this is okay, so whose side are you taking? And I'll try to take the other one. I'm gonna go Lindsay. Okay, I'm gonna take. I'll take Alvin. Shoot your shoot your deal. All right, Lindsay is just the queen of OCR at this point. She has this dominated. Point. Right, but I think that it's yeah. been years coming. I think that she burst on the scene with an awesome performance at Spartan World Championships. She's crushed it. Um, year after year at the highest level competitions, whether that be Spartan World Championships versus OCR World Championships, both short okay. course and long course. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure she's out earned her, you know, her husband even, which, you know, talking about how awesome Ryan is. Lindsay is just like the OCR sweetheart. She's an awesome person. She's super sweet. I think from a global picture, like looking at the broad picture of all of her accomplishments, I think she she edges out. I think she edges out Alvin. You think she edges that Alvin? Mm-hmm. I think from an international standpoint, Lindsay is Alvin. You know, undefeated in the 15K at OCRWC. Mm-hmm. Period. Sky this racing champion. True. Um, two times Spartan Race World Championship. How many World Championships does Lindsay have? Is it three? Three, I believe. Okay. Um, this is a, this is a decent this this is a really deep yeah. discussion. Um, and she crushes. You know, you mentioned Albin fifteen k. Lindsay's crushing fifteen and three. I don't remember is. how many World Championships at World at OCR World Championships she has, but it's up there. It's up there. It definitely is. I think She's she was multiple, beaten. Multiple. I think she was beaten at the three k last year. Yeah. Uh, by Nicole, but she won the fifteen in the team. She yep. won it, or at least second place. I think every year that I've been there. Mm-hmm. This is a really good discussion. Um, yeah, I. See, this is this is why we needed this podcast is to have weird conversations like this. She has Sunto. Sunto should give her some extra points. Oh, dog points. <laughs> Dog points. No, we're not. That's like a dog basket at the, at the buzzer. Uh, she is married to Ryan. She's married to Ryan, and they're going to make super babies. So. I was going to do that. She's cool. Yep. Yep. Um. Ah, oh God, that is. You know, let's go. Let's let's go, Lindsay. Let's go, Lindsay. Alrighty. You got Lindsay. Alvin. We love you, bud. You're great. You're a, you're a tank. So is so is Miss right. Lindsay. So Lindsay's in the final championship okay. game versus the winner of Amelia versus Hobie. Oh man! I know, right? Oh, tearing up here. Uh, I'm giving it to Amelia. Ah, I'm going I'm to giving, Hobie. I'm giving it to Amelia. So state your state your case on Hobie. So Hobie at Hobie's heyday. Let's not forget just how dominant he was. He nearly broke Joe Desena with this unreasonable, 
you know, uh, go and win every single race ever. To win period. every single race of, of ever period of the whole year. We're talking sprints. We're talking supers, beasts. We're talking the he was um, untouchable death race. I mean, crush it. And not only that, but he would win races wearing weight masks. Like, yep. he is one of the pioneers of this sport. Getting weird. Just getting weird. He he invented, you know, training for this sport. Like The Hobie he, Wall. <laughs> right. I mean, he, not only that, let's talk about his involvement with other races and how he impacted, like, Atlas Race and other, mm-hmm. you know, I just think his... His influence in the sport and his impact, and he's coming back. Is he? Yes. He's thrown down and said he will be in Abu Dhabi to win this year, if there is, but, you know, pandemic aside. I miss that. Oh, yeah. No, he he is fully training for it. He's training his son to win the, the kids' version of it and has said on record that he's going to Abu Dhabi to win, and I think he could do it. If if Hobie does it, <laughs> right, and he and he gets up there on the podium and pulls out those black mitts <laughs> <laughs> in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> uh, you know, I just had him for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm going. I think just from the overall impact of our sport, I've got to go I, with I, Hobie. I can't. I can't. I, I Boone. No. Why? Boone is so. She's with all that. Uh-huh. Hobie has never faced some of the injuries that Boone has seen. Well, that's true. And and came back just swinging and still being so. I think Hobie disappears proportions. He disappears, but he comes back. He does. And comes like, back on top. Oh, golly, this is quite a conversation point. And, I, and then, I like, you could say, Amelia's like, influence. Great. You I can say influence her. to sports and product and stuff too at this point because it's like so Hobie you know training ideas you know the Hobie wall I remember you know mm-hmm. preaching about things Hobie said you know like you can get majority of your racing uh, training done in 35 miles a week and like, yeah. I, was like I don't know about that and I was like by god he was spot freaking he was there. right he was one of the you know when it comes to training like he is he, all about like bare minimum you know weight mm-hmm. vest and you know you don't need Lunges. all this fancy stuff and doesn't rely on all yes, this outside influences, right, honey, and <laughs> whatever doesn't, else. He doesn't does. need a freaking. Um, don't need sponsors. Got a bag of honey, right? Some mittens, right? Oh God, that is quite. This is a throwdown. I, I think that he, you know, when you when you when you bring in the consideration of longevity. And the ability to go and come back and how long he was involved when he was, I think he edges her out. Okay. All right. So final 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 ball game then is Hobie. Versus Lindsay. Man. <laughs> right? I mean obviously we have a male and female champion, but oof. Yeah. Okay, so so oh God. I mean, that's really a double overtime game right there. It's, it is. And they're both sitting there on the freaking Gibbons at OCRWC just staring each other down like, we're to try it again. <laughs> right? See, oh, Hobie would crush her on a burpee off. <laughs> oh, easily. Easily. I hope he was the kind of guy, though, that, like, when the sport was new, he'd start doing his burpees away from the obstacle. Mm-hmm. 
so he could get more distance. <laughs> he just, you know, Hobie. He's squirrely. I love him. <laughs> he is. He's squirrely. They're both really good people. They're both very humble. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm going Hobie. I'll go Hobie with you. I'll go Hobie versus Lindsay. Hobie for the championship. So, okay, so really weird question, though. Uh-huh. If it was Amelia versus Lindsay, who would you give it to? Would you still give it to Lindsay? Would you give it to Lindsay? I would give it to Lindsay. Okay. Interesting. So there we have it. Hobie, yep. you're still the MVP. Hobie is you. officially, per the Supercast, the GOAT of OCR. We've been talking about this for an hour now, though. I know. I took a conversation. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> still listening. but If you know, anybody's that's... still listening to us, thanks for catching in. Thanks for letting us, um, you know, hopefully trying to lighten up the mood and lighten up the... And if you agree you know, and disagree with us, yell at me like that. Yes, guy in let us know. I'm sure there were several about taking points. taking a photo of him driving yeah. through a soccer field. I'm sure there were several points of our discussion that y'all were either yelling at us or agreeing. But let us know. We'd love to engage in a conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that really brings us to the hour here and our time here. Yep, we um, are good. We are good. Um, real quick to everybody that's been reaching mm-hmm. out to us for mental health and stuff. And, yeah. you know, yeah, thanks for reaching out. Um, you know, I hope everybody's doing really well. If you if you need somebody to talk to and bounce things off to and just talk sport or trash or anything, you know, hit us up. We're happy to talk Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Um, you're not alone out there. Um, you know, we, we miss you. We are looking forward to, to beers at finish lines with you. And we really hope that this really does start up here before too much longer and we're in a safe world where we can do this kind of stuff. Um, Amen. To everybody else, though, uh, Highlander Assault, a little yes. place here that we are friends with, um, that we'll be announcing at again, has moved its Dark Ages date. Yes. That's to it, my birthday. Yes, August 15th. Yes. Um, I think just like everything else that's you know, been canceled or, post- or that's been postponed, registrations have automatically been transferred over. Yep. Um, I think registrations are open back again if you want mm-hmm. to now sign up. Um, and to that effect, we also have another partner race that announced a move as well. Frontline. Frontline has moved from their May 14th date to Halloween on Are 1031. Are you going to have costume? Well, you can't show up on a race on Halloween and not run Can we costume. be like Will Fer- the Will Ferrell SNL sketch with the Spartan costumes? Like the cheerleaders? Well, oh, the cheerleaders? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, check it out, guys. Both those dates have moved. Uh, yep. Use code BROCR. Save yourself some coin there. Um, and mm, until we will keep y'all posted on whenever on other we decide to make another episode here. Very soon. <laughs> yep, yep. We'll catch y'all soon. And until okay. then, I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Take care, guys. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Wanna be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.